Ja. Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. What are we going to do? <laughs> uh, the behind the scenes of what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Rip and the children. Back. Thank you for joining us again on the Coruscant Nights podcast. We're happy to have you here. My name is Cooper, and alongside me, as always, is Mark. Hello there. And Jack. Welcome, everyone. How are we doing today, guys? This is the Hello There movie. You've got to say something. <laughs> you said Hello There. <laughs> you got to say, you know, be, be grievous. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today we've got a very, very exciting episode, one that we've uh, been looking forward to since we started the rewatch series, we're going to be talking about episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, Jack is so excited. I think, Sorry, I think, Jack. I think we're all excited. Yeah, I think Jack especially. Surprisingly, everyone's really, really excited to do this one. So, I think this is probably this is one of the films that there's a consensual, like not consensual, I can like a consensus. Consensus. Yeah. yeah uh, I was say, the agreement probably wouldn't be, but then after his rewatch, maybe we might see. Things change. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, thanks for joining us again. Uh, we do have social media on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Patreon. If you want to go check out a Patreon, uh, it's uh, you can get there by the link in our Instagram bio, or you can just uh, search it up on Patreon. It's at Coruscant Nights. For those who are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we do release these on YouTube. So if you want to go put a face to the voice or hear... Um, or look at some of our reactions, please feel free to go check it out on YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, please feel free to uh, give the video a like, comment as well, and uh, give us uh, a subscribe as well. That would be highly appreciated. And of course, thank you to our two Patreons. Yes. Thank you to Ben and Nikita for their continued support. Okay. Revenge of the Sith, released in 2005. Do you, do you guys just want to get straight into it? Yeah. Get into right. Let's go. Who does anyone want to start? Because I feel like you two probably have a lot to say. No, sure. but no, I, feel, I don't want to. Yeah, I feel like I want to almost hear everyone's opinions, and then I want to. I, I don't sp- have that much to say, really. Yeah, I want Cooper to go first. Honestly. Oh, all right. Okay. I want yeah, to Cooper, on- we reckon Cooper has some interesting takes. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll go first then. Um, do you want me to start with my positives or negatives? Let's do negatives. Oh, okay. We'll go right. negative this time. I don't know. I reckon maybe we should just get the bad out of the way and finish on a no, good. Right, let's do it. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't have a lot of negatives actually, and most of my negatives are positive negatives, so it's kind of hard to. But I'll talk about them anyway. Okay. My main issue with this film was that it felt ridiculously quick. Really? Yeah. We jump around between different, and I I know like watching the Clone Wars and especially the Siege of Mandalore gives this a lot more context. But as a film, it everything that happens happens so quick. We jump from um, the Coruscant battle, uh, then to um, Utapau, and um, where else do we go? I can't remember. <laughs> Mustafa. Yeah, well, Mustafa comes later, but even Kashyyyk. just even just on. Even the Kashyyyk stuff—it's all very quick, and it—I don't know—it's not—it's not distracting, but it's almost like you don't really get to linger too much. Yeah, I have—I have a counterpoint to that, if you—if you wouldn't mind. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I actually kind of agree with you on that part. However, um, I know you said the Clone Wars and stuff fills in those gaps, but I think it d just deliberately cuts from like a lot of talking dialogue after like those battle scenes with like Anakin and back to the council and rather just gets into the next kind of phase of that progression because mm. the end it is about Anakin really. So we don't really get a lot of detail in depth, even like with the other characters as much. It's more just what are they doing at this pivotal moment that will change the course of Anakin's story almost, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, I don't know. I just thought that, especially during the first hour, it was uh, very, very rushed. But I do I found out actually while I was re-watching it last night, I actually realized that the scene where Mace Windu and the other Jedi go to arrest Chancellor Palpatine is exactly on the halfway point of the movie. Mm. Oh, really? Mm. I would have yes. thought that would have come later. Yeah, so, so would I. I. I was checking the time when I, I checked what part of the movie I was up to when we got there, and it was exactly halfway. Would the climax be that or after when Anakin comes in? I feel like that's the pivotal yeah, moment. When I, yeah, that's probably the story, climax of the story is when Anakin comes in, I'd say. Yeah. I will I will just say I think that this is the best paced of all three of the the prequels yeah. but I I just have a it's, an, it's not a major issue it's just uh, it's something I noticed um mm -hmm. with the pacing but I think it's way better than Phantom Menace definitely better than uh, Attack mm -hmm. of the Clones. Mm -hmm. I also and I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this one. Mm -hmm. I didn't really very much like Yoda in this movie. I thought um, he sounded very, and I know the toll of the Clone Wars and everything, but he sounded not very enthusiastic. He sounded very defeated and um, not inspiring, which is, I guess, you want from your uh, grand grandmaster. I think Yoda in this movie was finally starting to realize what was happening. I think he was more annoyed with himself and the council. Yeah, for not seeing what was yeah. coming. And then when he finally did, that's probably when what you mean, Cooper, about how he seemed defeated, because I think he knew that it was too late. Nothing could be done. Mm. And yeah. I think I think the only issue I had with um, the, if you're talking about Yoda in particular, was how uh, ruthless he was on the clones when um, you got Ahsoka out here kind of like not, not kill anyone, <laughs> and then he's just going slicing them up. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I love, when he, I love when he throws the lightsaber into the clone's chest on Coruscant. Yeah, that fine. is a pretty cool move. Um, but even just a little bit more on Yoda, I thought that the way he kind of finishes the fight with Palpatine, and I know Palpatine's very much um, powerful, but I thought that it was a bit um, anticlimactic in a sense. He kind of just gets thrown off, dropped, and then gives up. Like I mean, he could have he could have done more. I don't know if I don't know what his thoughts were, or if he was feeling that Obi Wan was going to be able to beat Anakin and that would change things. But he just he like gave up. Honestly, I can agree with you on that one. I think maybe mm -hmm. primarily because he was on like the low ground, and maybe mm -hmm. he thought <laughs> that maybe he had like after he fell, maybe he felt like he couldn't get back up and kind of you know do anything more and Palpatine would just, you know, obliterate him when he's coming back up. I don't know. But yeah. It's over, Yoda. I have the high ground. <laughs> I also think, and I also think it could be maybe the fact that Yoda's much getting older and I know he can still move around and do whatever, but even, even in his voice, you can hear he's just very much aging mm. and 
and the toll, I reckon the mental toll, toll of, of all the Jedi dying, like he can feel it and he can yep. sense it through the Force, and I reckon that plays a big part in his subpar performance. I honestly still <clears throat> think Yoda was... I, I still personally think Yoda won and was actually stronger in that fight, though, against Emperor. Because, let's be honest here, the Emperor was, like, doing everything he could. He used his Force Lightning, which only ended up working because it just pushed pushed them both back and he just happened to fall. Um, he was throwing those um, Senate seats around, and Yoda still dodged it and sent one back to him. Um, lightsaber battle-wise, it was pretty even. But I thought, yeah, I thought Yoda was... He looked... I don't know. I feel like if someone who hasn't watched a film and knows the ending of that, I feel like people would assume Yoda would win that fight just mm. by looking at it. Yeah. Well, he is considered the, the best Jedi of uh, of of the Jedi. Um, he's been order. around for, geez, almost well, over 800 years at this point, hasn't he? I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say he's the best lightsaber duelist, though. I reckon there's a lot better. Well, I, I think Mace Windu. Oh. Mace Windu, I reckon, is yeah, the best. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Mace Windu, I'd say, is a better fighter with a lightsaber. He easily took out power. Yoda is more of a force user. Yeah. Yoda's wisdom, force... And knowledge, I think, carries him in a fight more than like. Like, I, think I mean, like... all you have to do is watch the scene with Mace, the other Jedi, and and Palpatine, and yeah. Mace is the only one that puts up any sort of fight. And he really, he he even nearly beats Palpatine. I think he really does. Really did yeah, if it wasn't for Anakin, then he would have he would have won the fight. I reckon. I reckon that's still Palpatine manipulation, though, to make it look like, oh no, help me. Anakin. Well, yeah, yeah, that is the point of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, but if Anakin had, wasn't there, Mace oh, would have ended him. Yeah, hundred percent. But also, I think in the book, this is just a side tangent. But in the book, it was actually specified that the fight between Mace and Emperor was moving so fast that, like, when Anakin came in, he couldn't see him. Like, it was just like lightsabers. <laughs> you you said that last week. I'm yeah, you sure. said that last week. Oh, did I? Yeah, last oh, week. But uh, flashback, but now to actually relevancy. So, um, when that happened, and even the, and even in, in the scene where he took out the, all the other Jedi masters and people beforehand, apparently it happened like in a in a flash. So, you can't really do that in a film because it will look unrealistic and just weird. Yeah. However, so that's why I reckon Mace is actually probably the best duelist in the council. I think that's why he's on it. I reckon he's probably the best when it comes to like Mace puts a lot of force into his. Strikes. Lightsaber strikes. Mm. And when I say force, I mean like I don't mean V force. You like power. Yeah. Yeah. Um so those were my only real negatives. I do have some positive negatives that I'll that are similar, so I'll just share them. So and I don't know how you guys are gonna feel about this one. This story almost feels like it's too much. There's a lot of things that happen in this movie. Mm. And it's great. All of it's great, but I don't know. It it kind of takes away f- a little bit from following on certain journeys because we're jumping around between different things. Honestly, I think I I have to disagree with that point. Yeah, no, that's I'm fine. sorry that's to say. I had, I had it as a positive and negative. I can see. I can kind of see where you're coming from, but really, I don't think it's that much in reality. It's mainly just Anakin and his turn, and then there's finding Grievous is a subplot and. Basically, the Palpatine subplot is part of Anakin, so... Mm. Okay. Yeah, no, that's a fair that's point. Just, just... Yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I agree with Mark, yep. Yeah, okay. No. Um, and my other one was just that the, the story... Uh, and this isn't a critique, actually. The story feels very small and focused, I guess, because it is on Anakin, 
Um, whereas I guess the other two films have kind of been a bit more, um, how do I describe this? A bit more, there's been a higher overarching plot, I guess. In this one? Yeah, no, in, in no. Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace. I think it's because it's leading. Uh, you mean like less of a character focus plot? Yeah. Yeah. And this one has more of a character focus plot. Yeah, and, and yeah. I'm not disappointed by okay. that at all. I was going to say, is that a bad thing? Yeah, I was no, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's no. good. I thought yeah. it was, yeah, I think the plot was probably, in my opinion, oh, that's a positive. I'm not going into that. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so I'm done. So do either of you want to go next? Mark, you you happy or you want me to go? Um, honestly, I can't think of many negatives. I'll I'll try and think about it, and you go. Okay, so aside from the, uh, Kubi didn't say it, but in my opinion, the dialogue does not improve. I think it's just more overlooked because of how good the actual movie is. <laughs> like the high ground one, and I know it's memed upon upon, but it's actually not. That's not even the worst bit of the dialogue. I don't think that was. I think that was just a coincidence and, you know what I mean, and everyone just became, turned it into something. I don't think that was bad. I just think the the dialogue between Padme and Anakin is just a bit, I don't I still, ah, it just doesn't feel. I disagree with you where you said the dialogue hasn't improved. I'd say it has improved. But saying that, I can agree that in some respects, especially Anakin and Padme dialogue, yeah. that it could have probably been a bit better. But I think overall dialogue was was an improvement. Okay, it probably yeah, it probably was better than the first two um, prequel ones. But in general, Star Wars is not known for its good <laughs> good screenwriting in terms of uh, dialogue. So I don't know. It's just a bit of it's just a little negative nitpick here. Yep. I I disagree completely. Sorry, I thought the <laughs> the dialogue was actually pretty good in this movie, and there's a lot of very very powerful one liners in this. In this, oh, one liners is always good. There's wow. some very emotional one liners in this. I movie. just think, I just think the original trilogy where they excelled in the most was dialogue, in my opinion. I thought it it made sense in terms of how it was presented on screen. Like it wasn't. I mean, that's just just another nitpick. But um, this is one that I think could be a bit controversial again. Uh, I actually I don't know if it is, but I'm really really annoyed that. Like, I know she didn't need to be in it so much, but I'm really annoyed that Padme got so little screen time. Yeah, same. Being the main One of the main reasons for Anakin's turn, basically, for her just to show up just to look sad or just so, oh, I'm pregnant. And then that's basically it. I'm just yeah. like, how does she go from, like, like, the powerful female character in Attack of the Clones? I know the Clone Wars develops her more again and she does a lot of stuff, but besides that, if you're seeing a film... She just gets sidelined so hard in this film. Yes. Yeah, I I can probably yeah agree with that. Like, even even political side, you get one like oh, so this is how democracy falls, kind of thing, you know, um, in thunderous applause, isn't that in this one or is that the yeah that's, yeah, that's this one? one. Yeah, that's you, that's the only political really thing you see from her. Yeah. To be honest, so I'm like, that's a bit pretty much know, yeah the politics, but uh, I guess I guess as a Anakin focus film and like. But she's a part of Anakin. She's I, I know, I know, but I'm just saying. So I've we'll get into the screen time thing later. But Anakin has almost an hour screen time oh, in this yeah. movie, and that's like 20 minutes well above anyone else. Crazy. So it's a very that's actually not even half the movie. movie. I thought it would be more. Nah, um, that's a lot though. 
It is a lot of people want to get hurt. I just yeah. thought, I, I agree. I think Padme was underused and I think that they could have even found a uh, side plot for her or maybe even tag along on a plot that was just... <laughs> yeah. Thought... Maybe something to do with Palpatine. I don't know. Just get her involved. I, I was hoping for, like, at least Padme on her own subplot is, like, trying to uncover who is... Yeah. Like, because like, she obviously was a bit concerned and stuff about how the Emperor, or at the time Chancellor, is, like, staying in power for too long and all this. Maybe even her doing research and then finding out something. But as she's going to find out, all, all the or Order 66 happens, and it's, like, almost too late. So, like, she could have been another reason for them to uncover it before the Jedi and give her something, like, powerful like that. It would have been... I, I think it would have been cool. But I agree. Uh, I agree. But the only thing I will say is that this movie is almost two and a half hours long already, and adding... 10 minutes worth of Padme subplot, probably. True. First of all, it would have completely diminished the, the pace of the story. Yeah. Um, but also, it would have made it a lot longer. True. But honestly, with this kind of film, I would happily watch a four and a half hour movie of Revenge. No, I would as well. Like, it's and just get like in detail and all the battles and stuff. Oh, would have been so cool. Anyway, yeah. um, here's another Lord of the Rings sort of yeah. um, Star Wars. Yeah, imagine that. Oh, part one, part Exten- two. Extended edition of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Apparently there was a cut or something that they cut a lot of it out, but yeah. I don't know if that's conspiracy or not. But <laughs> anyway, um, another nitpick is I actually really hated the um end of the Grievous uh, Obi-Wan fight on Utapau. I really? Probably didn't. And after watching it again, I was not happy with it. I just, I know, uh, it's so uncivilized, but... I just hate how he used the gun. I hate how he was... Yeah. It wasn't even overpowered. Like, it wasn't even like he, he, Grievous had the... I mean, he did have the edge on him. But, like, how did Obi-Wan just do so badly? I know he lost his lightsaber, but surely he could just, like, force pull his staff before. And then, I don't know. It was just, like... It, it felt so jarring. I don't know. I didn't really like it. I don't I don't disagree with you. I think that it's probably the weakest of the Obi-Wan versus Grievous duels. Like, all the Clone Wars ones are a lot better. But... Um, I really liked the way that it finished. I thought it was funny how he got shot. Yeah, like, but the fact, that, the fact that he's like... Away when I really like it. But I think it's just ironic, maybe the fact that... Maybe it's an allusion to Anakin almost, that, you know, he's he will become a man inside a machine and he'll, he'll you know, uh, die... Or not die, but he'll um, burn alive, so... Mm. Yeah. That's that's a good take because we do take. know we do know yeah. that the villains of the series of the prequels do allude to Anakin, Darth Maul being the young and um, uh, hasty apprentice, and then Count Dooku being the former Jedi, and then Grievous being the 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 uh, machine cyborg. Yeah, but yeah, I just especially after um his stuff in Clone Wars and stuff, I just think if you watch it sequentially with everything, he goes out like such a chump. It's it's like a bit annoying, but. Oh, well, I mean, you can't have every fight in this movie be unreal because they are unreal, the fights. To be fair, uh, I think the Gungans almost kill him in the Clone Wars, so... Yeah, but that's but that's but that just shows how powerful an army is against one. I didn't think that was that bad, actually. You know what I mean? And he, he took care of the Night Sisters pretty well. I, I think, to be fair, in, in the entire Star Wars saga, apart from, like, the, un, the non-canon Clone Wars series, Grievous has not been portrayed as that powerful, even though in the comics and every other form of media, like, takes out Jedi constantly you know what i mean like he's the jedi killer so mm. we don't really get to see that as much as i really wanted it to but like how is someone so powerful taking out jedi without using the force that's i know like he's got a cyborg and stuff but how crazy is that 
Could yeah, be he's, he's strong. Mm. I have a slight tangent I'd like to quickly go on if you don't mind. Yeah. Is uh, I, I've always wondered this when I watch Revenge of the Sith because I can't remember from the Clone Wars. Is there ever a time Anakin and Grievous interact in the show? No. Because they would have been constrained. They would have been constrained to make that not happen because of that line in the movie. That's what Filoni was a bit annoyed about. Yeah, where he's like, I, uh, what is it, young Skywalker, I expected someone to be of your, um, a little bit you know, older. Yeah, to be a bit older. I would have loved a grievous. Of your reputation, fine. I think that's what he says. I reckon Anakin would have taken him out in two seconds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he would have no mercy on him. He would, he would obliterate him. But yeah. uh, so maybe it's good that he couldn't meet in the clone. Because <laughs> he wouldn't. Because then I'd have to underpower him or overpower, or have some weird plot for him to yeah. get away again. But um, aside from those negatives, I honestly don't have. Yeah, I could nitpick all day, but that's just irrelevant and not. You could do that with any yeah. film. So yeah. In my opinion, there's those are like the biggest gripes, and they're not even that big. So that's why I think it's one of my favorite Star <laughs> movies. So yeah, Mark, if you have anything, uh, I could only really think of one, and like you said, it's more of a nitpick. And and I'm sure you can come up with reasons why this is the case, but I feel like Palpatine very quickly reveals who he is, like you know, especially to Anakin. And I know it's all part of his great plan, and and he knows about Padme, and that's how he uses it to essentially, you could say, blackmail Anakin. But I feel like after all of the all of what we've seen with Palpatine in the first three movies, he kind of just very quickly goes into the Emperor sort of thing. Like he reveals himself as the Sith Lord and then, you know, Anakin tells tells Mace and all that sort of thing. Yeah, but I think he needed that to... I think he couldn't delay it any longer because... Yeah, already- I just wonder if... Like, well, I guess they I did. They did. I guess I'm really just nitpicking. I was going to say they could have made it so you could see throughout the movies him slowly becoming... The Emperor, but he's always been yeah. he's always been the Emperor. He, and it. there are those scenes where he's on the holograms and stuff. So I guess my point is moot. Well, mm. also also with timing. So it's like Count Dooku's been killed and obviously he was a big instigator of that, but that was like the opportunity. So oh, if he could see Anakin kill Count Dooku, it's like, okay, this is the wheel, the wheel's turning now. We gotta like wrap things up. We gotta finish this Clone Wars and we gotta get Anakin uh, prepared for the uh the big uh, big suit. Yeah. Because if he didn't kill Dooku and Dooku went into prison, then Dooku would have revealed everything, meaning right. he, the whole plan would have been fumbled and then it would have changed the entire direction of how it went out. Yeah. That was a pivotal moment, honestly. Mm. Um, oh. uh, there's something else I was about to say, and now I can't remember. <laughs> Classic, Mark. Classic. Yeah, I know. Oh, later in the positives. Oh, yeah, I remember it. <laughs> Hang on. Oh. Just while Mark's thinking and we are taking a bit of a... a, a you watch, I'll remember. Break. I'll remember in the middle of you guys yeah. talking. I was just going to say, um, happy birthday, Mark. Oh, thank um, you. The thank you very much. wishes you a very happy birthday and a very good day. Thank you very much. Yes. It is good to spend it doing this podcast. That's good to hear. Yeah. Positives. All right. Yep. I'll start and Mark, if you think of it, please interject because I'm interested. To okay. Hear. All right. I had, okay, this film's, first of all, this film's fantastic. I'll just, I'll mention that. I don't remember it. I didn't remember it being this good. Okay. First positive the entire first half an hour, the opening scene is perfect. It is so good. I cannot <laughs> believe how good it is. Just, even just following Anakin and Obi Wan through the ships for the first 10 minutes, it was just mm. so good to see. Oh. I just I loved it. 
Um, I also really liked Anakin and Obi-Wan's chemistry together. I thought that this was probably the first time out of all the films they felt like, not not equals, but they felt like family, whereas in Attack of the Clones they felt like they felt like uh, it was very much Master Apprentice, but this one it feels more like they're equal. Um, the music's really good in this one, and, like it has been. And in that scene as well, by the way, with Anakin and Obi-Wan at the start, a lot of fun just watching them just slice through the droids like butter. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's so satisfying. I agree. Uh, yeah, so music, there's some really good tracks in this one. Uh, Anakin, Anakin's Dark Deeds mm-hmm. is really good. Uh, March on the uh, March on the Imperial. I don't know what that one's actually called, but March on the Temple. Yeah. yeah temple March? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then um, what's the one that plays when Anakin and Obi-Wan fight? It's, it's not. Uh, it's yeah, the other yeah. one besides Dark Deeds. Battle of Heroes? Battle of Heroes, yeah. I listen to, I listen to the soundtrack regularly. Iconic. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> iconic, iconic. It's, it's it so is great music. As always, fantastic work to John Williams. Yes. Uh, also, also because Cooper's saying his uh, music, I might as well just say that I agree with it. I don't have to say it later. Um, and yes. they also put um, the I'm, I'm Sorry soundtrack. But it's actually not an official, like he didn't officially release it, but it's the one that plays when uh, when Obi-Wan says to Padme, oh, he's the father, isn't he? I'm so that, sorry. That's no, Anakin's Dark Deeds, isn't it? No, it's not. It's oh, actually, really? Yeah, it's not. It's I'm sorry. It's You have to search it up later. It's it's a whole different thing. Oh. So, yeah, it's actually crazy, and it's one of my favorites too. That is so, also like, one of my favorites. Very interesting. Oh, it's so good. The music in this film is so Yes, and I didn't realize until... I rewatched two and three over the last two weeks. That Duel of the Fates is in all three films. Mm-hmm. I only thought it was in the first one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's ah uh, like people underestimate a lot. But when I like, if I have to have a movie that that shows how good and mu- like music can elevate the plot, people's characters and stuff, it's got to be this one. Like, this is a yeah. prime example of how it makes everything so much more tense and just yes, like, so good. So I, I good. think. I think Battle of Heroes might be my favorite just because of not the context it was in, but just the way it it is so quick. The beats are very quick, mm. and even just the the like Jewel of the Fates with the choir in the background, kind mm. of yeah. the choir. Oh really good. goodness! I just realized there's actually three different Anakin's um soundtracks in this one. It's Anakin's Betrayal, Anakin's Dark Deeds, and I'm Sorry. So it's actually crazy. But I'm Sorry is technically more of an Obi Wan one because it's linked to his. Choir. I would have thought it was a Padme one. I don't know. Yeah, it's about. I don't know. I I think. Yeah, he didn't want to use Anakin's dark deeds. Uh, there was a there was a thing behind it, and then people were like, oh, what's that bit of the film? You know, what's that soundtrack? And then he kind of like released it, like not officially, but like kind of like I don't know. It was weird, okay. but it's really cool. So cool. Hmm. Um. Okay. My next positive is again we get fantastic world building. We get um Utapau, and we actually spend a lot more time on Utapau than I remember. Uh, same with Mustafar, we get uh, Mustafar, which is like, at the time, was a completely different planet uh, that we hadn't seen before. Yeah. We get heaps of time on Coruscant, which is cool, and um, even in space as well, um, on the ships. I feel like I'm forgetting a planet. Oh, Kashyyyk. Yeah, Kashyyk, sorry. yeah, I was going to say yeah, Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk's really cool as well. Um, so, it's good world building, and these are planets that... Have become iconic. Speaking of Kashyyyk, what I what I like about this movie, especially compared to say the sequels, 
is that when they have a cameo, in this case, Chewbacca, they don't make a big deal about it. Like, they mention his name, I think, twice in the film. Yeah. <laughs> it's just something I wanted to mention. Like, you, honestly, half the time, at least for me, you forget Chewbacca's in it. Well, it doesn't have any importance on the plot. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what's good about yeah. it. Aside from, like, obviously being a Wookiee. But, like, did he, like, just... Is this... Oh, I forgot. This is... Is this before or after? Um, oh, this is after, isn't it? Um, Han Solo. No, this is no, before. No, I mean, I mean, no, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, Han Solo's after <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Yeah. So that means how does... <laughs> I don't know. Bro, how some... does Chewie get captured? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. maybe the Empire captures him and sells him. Yeah, it's kind of weird how he gets into the that weird Imperial prison. But yeah, interesting. Yeah. We'll talk about um, Solo in oh, yes a little bit. I'm excited to rewatch Solo. I haven't watched it in a while. Um, my last positive, I think the storytelling is fantastic in this. The way that they um, deliver, and this is a co- culmination of like the dialogue and the acting and the the plot. I think it's all done very well. I think it's or very powerful and emotional, and obviously the the dark turn um, towards towards Order sixty six and um, Anakin's uh, turn to the dark side. I think it's just done really well. So I highly praise the filmmakers uh, for for what they were able to do with with this movie because I was very impressed. Mm. But uh, that wraps up my positives. So who wants to go next? Well, Mark. yeah, I was going to say I I'll probably go first because. I have very brief and broad ones. Mm-hmm. So they're basically just the most obvious, the story and plot and the action. Oh, yeah, I didn't like, mention action. Sorry. Yeah, action yeah. is good. The action, the action, all the fight scenes, pretty much all the fight scenes are superb. Mm-hmm. And I think we can all agree that Anakin versus Obi-Wan is probably the greatest duel in Star Wars. Yep. Yep. Jack agrees, but Cooper, Cooper doesn't look convinced. Thinking about... Kylo versus Ray in episode no, nine. No, no, no. Hang I on. was really. I'm thinking in my head. He better not be referring to a sequel duel. No. Yeah. Oh, no. Good. Which okay. one? Which one? Well, actually I've actually, I've actually got this as a question later. Um, but I think in terms of like action and the lo- like the length of the fight, yes, this is the best one. In terms of probably emotion, I would put Luke versus Vader in Empire above this one. That's I, fair. That's no, fair. I, no. It's fair. It's fair. Uh, Jack, Jack's just giving me a. No, a nasty I think look. I think that I can agree with you. There's a lot of emotion behind that one, but I feel more emotional, and I personally feel like the action is better in the Obi Wan and Anakin duel. Lightsaber duel, definitively, like the actual fight is the best choreograph. Yes. In in all of Star Wars. Yes. Yeah, People right. have your opinions on different, like, I guess, like you with different emotion, but in, we're talking about, like, best fight ever. Okay, yes. all right, yes. Yeah, if, if we yeah. are talking about best fight, then yes, it is this one by Country Mile, but... It, when you mentioned that, you mentioned on a podcast, I can't remember which one it was, I went back and watched it, you were talking about music about it, I'm pretty sure, and honestly, I don't know, it, it didn't hit me as much as, uh, like, you were a mate, I don't know. For like, which fight? When, when Darth was talking about, like, sister and stuff and he goes I didn't it didn't hit me as much as I don't know I forgot about that one I'd probably have that equal I thought that was the one you were talking about yeah uh, no I yeah. like that one as well I thought that is the one he was talking about yeah. as well he always talks about that one huh Do interesting I? which yeah. one were you, were you not talking about that one 
No, I was talking yeah. about that one in Empire just because oh, of I think because of the. Hmm? I'm not sure if you said return just before or not. Yeah, or you I thought you were talking about the very end of episode yeah. six. I'm like, talking about, no, I was talking about Empire. I was talking about Empire, but I I do also now that I think yeah. about it, I think the one in Return of the Jedi is also very good. Oh yeah, you, you mentioned on a different podcast about something. You were like, yeah, the most emotional is then Luke versus Darth in Return, and I, and I, so I went mm. back and watched it, and I, I feel was like, like, I remember him saying that as well. Yeah, he did because I I know for a fact because I went back and watched it to see like the the sound the score and stuff behind, it, and I was like, mm, it's all right, but I think. Because I probably don't care about them as much as I care about Anakin Obi Wan's relationship. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, all right. So that that's the action. The mm-hmm. story, as we've mentioned, is phenomenal. Mm. Like you know, Anakin and his turn, but also the political aspect. I actually, geez, it must have been a long time since I since I last watched it because I feel like I learned a lot more watching it this time. Like you know, like the little lines that you hear, like how the Chancellor has served long after his term limit. Like, it's something you know, but it's not something, at least that I recall hearing in the film. It sounds like someone, uh, fa- oh, not famous. It sounds like someone in, in the real world. Yeah, there could be uh, many <laughs> people. Um, Now, what, what, what other things was I going to say? Now, I did remember, actually, while we were talking before, what I was going to say earlier. And I will, and that's good because I can work it into this one. And that is Order sixty six. Like, what? You guys don't know like... why you have that as a negative. Negative, positive. Wait, you said you remembered something before about your yeah. negative. No, you... it was a tangent. I was going to go on. Ah, oh, oh. not a negative. Not a negative. Just no a way. <laughs> Order sixty six oh, is great. That's why it's in my positives. Okay, all right. And that's why I said I can work it into my positives. Oh, scared me. <laughs> I could tell by your face. I was like, did they, miss, did they mishear me or something? Oh, anyway, like Order 66 is amazing. Now, uh, quick quick other tangent is, does Palpatine have to call every single Jedi commander, I mean clone commander? No, I think that's just um like a like a signal report throughout everyone and then they act, he, he specifically act. says Cody when he's referring when he's talking yeah, about but Cody. Those, yeah but those are the main main ones yeah exactly but he's making yeah. a few exceptions yeah but cool. anyway it's all right it's all right we don't need to go into that and then what I was gonna say before is is um when is Palpatine's line when he says unlimited power right now this is I'm assuming what it's meant to mean is like you know his force power and the dark side and all that sort of thing, but as I was re-watching it and talking about, as I said, all these political things that I didn't really pick up on, I actually interpreted it in that when I was seeing it last night, unlimited like political power, like he's he knows now he can well the Jedi there's proof now the Jedi have tried to assassinate him, they've tried to stage a coup essentially and and remove him from power, and he now has the opportunity to get his unlimited power by convincing the Senate to grant him more. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you can say that, and also how he's got Anakin on his side now, that, like, he, is, he thinks he's un- unstoppable, I think. Yeah, exactly, and he's got his enforcer now that he can basically do whatever he wants. Mm. Oh, and another thing that I was quickly going to say, actually, now, I don't know if I'd call this a negative, but I wouldn't call it a positive, is as soon as he declares a new empire, like two two to five minutes later, 
when Obi-Wan and Yoda are searching through the hologram recordings of Anakin and seeing what Anakin did, they refer to him as the Emperor. Have they already, like, heard his speech after everything that's happening? I would have thought they would call him the Chancellor still. Mm, I think they would have... have They were in the middle of a fight in the Jedi Temple and everything. Yeah, but don't forget it cuts. So they probably already... Yeah, but I don't think it cuts by much. It goes from outside to This is what you call a nitpick, obviously. But I just... I I heard it and I was like, how do they know he's the Emperor already? I think it's also just for audiences to understand that's who he is in the future movies if they're a bit slow on like, oh, (laughs) like, why? He looks like the guy from the original. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it's just... I know it's just for, like, the audience and the story, but, but if you actually think about it would they i don't think they would have known that he went by emperor yeah but yeah that's it now was there anything else i was going to mention i don't think so but well, no, i think well, i think we can go to jack yeah if you if you have anything that i spark your memory or something go jump in of course should i get a pillow <laughs> ready because i feel like we might be here a while no <laughs> the good thing about this is though you guys have talked about many of the positives i already like so i don't have to really go over them which is really good so I'm just going to have to think about um, positives that you haven't mentioned. Uh, positives that you haven't mentioned. Good question. This is actually going to be, this might be really Seeing short. Darth Vader at the end. That was a positive. Oh, yes, yeah, true. Okay. You've actually, you've actually jogged my memory here. I thought this might be something you want to talk about. Yeah. So I, uh, the cinematography and the symbolism in this movie is unparalleled. Mm-hmm. So when it has um, Anakin on the on the table getting like his Darth suit, it has the, obviously the Imperial logo on it. Um, another yeah, the the floor and the him in the middle. Yep. Yeah. Another thing is um Padme's hat in when she's in the political um when she's in the Senate area is actually um her back of the head thing hat thing is actually the rebel logo. Oh, is, I didn't notice. That's yeah, these, a good, that's these a good little thing Easter eggs and hidden visual features. That's good. Like that's that. good. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, have a look if you want later. It's it's actually crazy. Um. Also, and obviously, it's probably been. It's probably common knowledge-ish, but you know how um, the Emperor's sitting in his room with, like, the red hologram uh, hologram stuff in front of him? Yeah, yeah. He turns Anakin, and then he confronts Anakin about him, and then Anakin figures out he's a Sith Lord. Mm. It's actually about... um, He's looking at the uh, the Death Star. Oh, okay. The- I, no, I didn't know that. Actually. It has the symbol of, like, the big circle station thing, so it's real cool how he's oh, already... Yeah, that's cool. He's already thinking about that kind of stuff. Um. Well, let's be honest, he probably already started building it because you well, see to. it yeah, at the end, yeah. Yep, so that he's looking at the Death Star stuff. Also, where, did I ever mention where they were building that, like above which planet? Because, like, how get away with that? So I don't know where they built it, but I know the Gian Oceans were building it. So mm-hmm. um, oh, maybe we'll find out in Andor because we know from, their la- from the last scene in Andor they were... Well, actually... Building. To be fair, I just I was just going through the thought process. And wouldn't it probably would have been him behind it, obviously? But would the separatists have actually been the ones building it to start with? No, because they're huh? No, no, because they're the no. ones that had the plans. And like, yeah. I know the the republic is corrupt, but how how would he get away? That would cost a damn lot of money. It was the G note, yeah. Cooper's right. How could he get away with transferring that amount of? Money spending that amount of money without he, anyone at all getting suspicious before even he was a chancellor. Apparently, just like his family or parents, whatever, when he killed you know, backstory of Palestine, apparently he was actually royalty too. 
And really? He had a lot of money. Even was- then, I don't know. If- he still wouldn't have enough, but I would say. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We have connections of people we'll continue. That are willing to do stuff for you, especially if you're like threatening. Yeah, well, that's why I said the separatists because I was thinking maybe the trade federation or someone would have been putting money into it. Also, tangent. Apparently, Andor season two or or Andor season whenever it finishes, apparently is going to lead into straight into um Rogue, Rogue One, where we see Cassian with and, the rebel. Yeah, and that's what I, I mean. That. So. When we were doing our um, Andor review, which was our second second mm-hmm. uh, episode of the podcast, a lot of our um, uh, hopes were that we'd see some of the Rogue One cast yeah. because it leads straight into Rogue One. I just, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's first of all a huge missed opportunity if they don't do it, but also it makes uh, sense, sense of the story. Yeah, yeah, it's a shot right when like they almost now we should do that and almost end the show when Cassian and Jin meet to show like oh. Poof. That's like, well, I think they're doing it, you know, the very beginning when he's with the other spy and then they're talking about the Imperial Defector. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, true. I was, no, I was talking about when they're in, the, when they have Jin in the uh, rebel room and Cassian's like looking over at her kind of thing. Yeah. But there's stuff that happens before. Uh, so. Is it? Yeah. So Jin's on the Imperial transport on, uh, yeah. Um, uh, I forgot. The, oh, was it Cassian's Wabani? Wabani. Yeah. So, and then but she Cassian's gets rescued. So we probably we probably won't get Jin unless she somehow is a part of a, a separate mission with another character, maybe like a Vel or a or a, a Cinta or something. I don't oh, know. Please not that. No. I love how quickly we just swerved off topic. By the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let's get back on topic. Everything's connected. Um. Okay, let's get back into it. So, what else do I like about Revenge? Uh, I don't know. I think you basically just said everything. The reason why it's my number one favorite Star Wars movie is because. Yeah, it may not be the best film. Like, it may not be a good film, but it's the best Star Wars film, in my opinion. It's It has all the elements that I would, my per, my personal preference, would put into a movie for Star Wars. Space battles probably would have a little bit more of them, but still some at the start. Space battles, lightsaber battles, good storytelling, plot that is relevant to, like, future movies and on itself. Uh, score, like, themes, um, visual features, then I don't know. That's probably everything I'd put into a good Star Wars movie. Like I think mm. the main issue I had with a lot of the Star Wars movies is that the plot is just not defined that much. It's like a lot of it. A lot of the time, it's lacking a lot, which may which means the story in itself can't like progress, and which means the film's probably not great. Like I feel like the sequel. Tr- this is what I'll talk about it when it comes to sequel. I feel like the sequels could have easily done good well if they just planned out up seven to nine beforehand. Like had a consistency throughout it, and it probably would have been fine, right? Like, you don't always need legacy characters to have, like, you know, good Star Wars movies. The, the, There's I'm someone like, that could learn from that, I'd say. There's yeah, people but, that could learn from that point. It's like, Ray is not probably that bad of a character. Like, I'm an avid, like, Ray not supporter, but they could have <laughs> done her so good if they just had a, a plan for her and wrote her good. And you know? didn't give her just all the powers. Something like, written. If they yeah. just had a plan, like a good director, a good producer, and no offense, Kathleen, and a good um a screenwriter, everything would have been fine. Like you can't really go wrong if you, and you had source material. Though. And if all three of the movies were like cooperated on together, I said yeah. But they also had source material after. Like yes, yeah. you don't have to use everything George Lucas had in Legends and stuff, or like what well, other authors. But you could have implemented some stuff. Like they still had Ben Solo, which is like Jason, Jason Solo, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So it's like anyway, that's a tangent. But I just think this this film is 
peak Star Wars and will just never be topped, honestly, not with the hands of Disney now. So yeah. <laughs> it's something that I'm going to always hold on to and treasure forever. Just everything about this film is is unreal. And yeah, everyone's already yeah, wow. said all the positives. And yeah, it's great. Great film. Yep. All right. I agree. So we'll give it a score out of 10. Mark, Ooh. what do you, uh, you One of you two go first. I'm not going first. Nine point. Oh. Nine point what? Eight. Holy moly! Don't forget, we're talking about not films. We're talking about Star Wars films. This is. I know, I know, but okay. It's it can't get much better than this. Mark, I think I'm going to go with an eight point five. That is respectable. I love that. Um, if it's any lower than an eight. No, no, no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Just I'm trying to think because. (laughs) I really like the originals, and I just feel like if I give this too much of a high of a score, yeah. But don't yeah, forget, you're um, that's the thing. You're comparing, you're not comparing, guys. You forget that it's an individual movie review. You don't have to. Yeah, but at the like end, that. we're gonna have to have our list of no, movies. If, if, if I really like Empire, I'm, I'm. If I give it a, a nine point five or something, it's still, you know what I mean. Or if, like, say, so my opinion. Empire's number two for me, which we'll find out later. Okay. I, I still give it just a bit lower or the same. Yeah. I Not gave anymore. Revenge of the Sith a nine. Yep. Okay, nice. Okay, all right. So now we're going to move into um, a very long list of quotes. I cannot believe how many iconic quotes come from this movie. This movie has Let's count. Okay, you, how many, do you know how many quotes you've got? Um, I've got a page and a half worth okay, of quotes. Okay, Jack, you count how many quotes there are, and I'll try and count how many of them are memes. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so. We'll start off with everyone's favorite. This is where the fun begins. Meme. Um, Meme on the top. <laughs> this, this one's funny in the conversation. Obi-Wan says, well, have you noticed the shields are still up? <laughs> That's, That's not a Obi-Wan. Funny. Um, <laughs> this one I just find funny. Everyone says, "Did you press the stop button on the elevator?" <laughs> yeah. Um, this time we'll take him together. Sith lords are our speciality. Oh, I think that's a meme. Is that a meme? Yeah. My powers have doubled since the last time we met. Count. Is that? I reckon that could be. Is that? Nah, that's no? not a meme. I but feel like is... I've seen it before. No, nah, but that's an unreal, unreal uh, quote, though. Yeah, it is. It's how arrogant. This one is very much a meme-worthy one. Good, Anakin. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Better do the next one. Do it. Do yeah, it. There you go. Do it. <laughs> um, General Grievous, you're shorter than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're still flying half a ship. Yeah, that's a meme. That's a meme. Yep. <laughs> this one's hilarious. Another happy landing. Oh, that's a meme. Yep. Another happy landing. Meme? Yeah, of course. Yes. This is outrageous. It's unfair. Says Anakin. <laughs> no. um, take a seat, young Skywalker. What a meme, but good. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not counting either the last two was memes. But this one's a meme. The one before. What? Is it a meme? I can't say I've seen it's any memes before. This is unfair. This is outrageous I'm unfair. I've, I've heard, I've seen memes about that as well. So I'm, oh, I'm adding that then. I'm adding it. Oh, my. Right. This one's also a meme. What about the droid attack on the Wookiees? Yeah, that's definitely yeah. one. Um, the iconic quote: "Did you ever hear the tragedy about Darth Plagueis the Wise? The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be 
unnatural. And that is, of course, uttered later in uh, episode nine. Um, hello there. Jedanel oh, Kanoe. I wish I could add that as like just the Omega meme. Yeah. Right? And memes. Uh, Jack, you said this before. So uncivilized. This one is also meme-worthy. I am the Senate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I am going to end this once and for all. Not me. That, that makes me do. Uh, execute order 66. <laughs> yeah. Moving to page two. I don't know if I'd call that a meme. I don't know how many I'm up to. I think I'm up to 20. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? Um, one of my favorite lines. So this is how Liberty dies with thunderous applause. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's a, a god tier line, I reckon. Unreal. If, uh, I know Padme doesn't get that much that's screen time, meme, but that's a. Is it a meme? I don't. Yeah. Is it? This yeah. is how. Yeah, this is how democracy. Okay, maybe we should have done this the other way around, and Jack should have counted the memes. You know, I used to have a, a, a prequel meme page. Unreal. Oh, <laughs> really? Um, <laughs> this is another line that I really, really think is powerful. Um, everyone says Anakin is the father, isn't he? Mm. Um, you're going down a path I can't follow. Another fantastic Padme line. Yeah. Um, only a Sith deals in absolutes. Mm-hmm. Do you mind if I yell a little bit? Oh God, yep. Okay. We don't need it. Go for it. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that much of a yell. Yeah, she screamed it. Don't worry, Anakin. I have the high ground. Ah, uh, me. Mm, is that a meme? Yeah. Mm. You are the chosen one. <laughs> that whole end scene, though, it has. So, I love the lines of those end one. That that last one. The chosen one. So good. Mm. Anyway, that brings me to the end of the quotes. Oh, okay. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. I I counted seventeen memes. Damn, that's that's all, that's over half. <laughs> oh, that's oh, great. That's so good. No, How that's good awesome. Is that? That's awesome. I love that. Oh, okay. There was oh damn. I like so when you were saying the quotes, there was um there was a uh thing I'm there was like a a reference cameo thing that I wanted to, to say, but now I've forgotten it, so don't worry oh. about it. Well, well I did an infinite if you do remember it. Yeah, I did a mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for the third installation of Who Has More Screen More Screen Time. Oh, Woo! Mark, have you won one of these? No. I think it's been a draw and a win for me. Yeah. Uh... This is your one. I haven't done a lot. I haven't film. I've got a really. I watched it last night. All right? I would say if I can do it. And you're more refreshed on it than me. So now it's now it's gonna um, be tight. I haven't done a lot of comparisons just because there's not that many characters in this movie. All right. Maybe then, if there's no comparisons, give us character in three or like four options, and one of them being the true one, and we can. No, no, no. I've got. I've got. Um. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, I've got nine comparisons. That's oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Who has more screen time, Obi Wan Kenobi or Palpatine? Obi Wan. Both said Obi Wan. Yeah. Obi Wan has thirty-seven minutes and fifteen seconds. Palpatine twenty-four minutes twenty-four or oh, forty-five seconds. Okay. Cool. Nice. Who has more screen time, Mister Chewbacca or Commander Cody? Cody. Chewie. Point to Mark. Yes. Cody has one minute 15, Chewie one minute. Ah, I was thinking about all the Chewie at the end scene where he says goodbye. Yeah. 
Shaq will love this. Who is more screen time? Count Dooku or Kiati Mundi? <laughs> Can we just... Honestly, <laughs> I'm going to say Kiati Mundi does. The, the disrespect for Kiati is just... What, what's disrespectful? I'm including him. Yeah, or, he always has low screen time. <laughs> well, the, fact that you said, the fact you just said you're including him makes me feel like that my answer was wrong because I said Kiati Mundi. No, I'm going to say him too because Count died like at the start. Yeah. So. You both say, say Kiati Mundi? Yeah. yeah, flashback of the order six, the order sixty six scenes. I reckon. Yeah, where he's holding the lightsaber up. Yeah, yep. that's well, gonna be. Both... Is it... Yeah, I'm going key. Yeah, you both, you both wrong. Oh, what? Can't anyway, that, has... that I didn't realize you missed a fantastic quote. What about the droid attack, droid attack on the Wookiee? I said that. <laughs> what did you? I did definitely you? said that. I didn't uh, hear it. Did you hear it, Jack? I don't. I, I definitely know. said that. That's funny. That's a good meme. I definitely said that. Right. Um, so. Who has more screen time, Bale or Garner or R2D2? R2, but it's close. Bale. Point to Mark. And it's, yes. it's got to be different here. R2D2 oh, yeah. has five, Bale or Garner has four and a half. Oh, oh, he was close. So close, yeah. I was right. thinking of all the scenes in my head, trying to like relive it. Who has more screen time, General Grievous or Mace Windu? Oh, another close one. Damn it, man. Why are these so... <sighs> They're both probably the same. Is it both really close? They're both so uh, close. I can't... Yes, they are close. Uh, yeah. That's it's the just... point of this game. I yeah, think I'm going to say Mace Windu, actually. Not as close. You know what? To be different again, I'm just going to go General because it's 50-50. I was going to say Grievous, but I'm changing to Mace. All right. I reckon I'm going general. Jack is on the board. <sighs> Grievous has six minutes. Windu, 15 minutes. Fif- oh, sorry, not f- 50. No, sorry. <laughs> Five minutes, 15. 50 minutes. Oh, my goodness. Dude, imagine Lord. a 50 minute Mace Windu. <laughs> oh, gosh. Then your this party's end. over. This party's over. <laughs> All right. Who has more screen time, Padme or Yoda? Yoda. Yeah. What'd you say, Jack? Yoda, too. You're both wrong. Really? That Padme's... actually surprises me. This is going this is gonna be massively surprising. Yoda has eleven minutes forty five. Padme comes in at eighteen minutes and fifteen what? seconds. Eighteen minutes? Eighteen Is this kind of deleted scenes? What in the what? I don't There's know no how way she she's in it for almost twenty minutes. Yeah, she's... I know. Oh well, I guess all she does is just stand there and go like this. <laughs> Hey, so, yeah, that reminds me. Oh, has a creepy smile, by the way. I'm I'm yeah. making it three for three on. I was about review. to say that. I was about to say Cooper. Did she have that weird smile yeah, again? She did. She Doesn't, did. Didn't notice it again. I, I always think of the one in like in the in the first one where she's just like just going from like straight face to this. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. All right. Um, who has more screen time, Luke or Leia? <laughs> <laughs> no, Luke. Luke. All right, you're yeah, both correct. Luke has 45 seconds, Leia only 30 seconds. Oh, my God. Yeah, because when when the birth happens, like, they hold Luke up and she takes a bit and then she's like, Luke. But when Leia, when I they show the Leia, ex- she's just like, Leia. No, I think the extra 15 seconds comes from Obi-Wan, yeah, rocking up on the, the, the do-back. That just reminded me of a positive that I wanted to mention that I forgot about, if I may quickly... Ending? Interrupt the game. It won't take long at all. The very end of the film, when Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew are looking out at the suns and yeah. four scene plays, I love that. It's just such a reference again right. to uh, A New Hope. Right to 
copy and it's a good way to finish the the trilogy yeah, yeah. it's a great way to finish a trilogy and it leads right into the next one mm-hmm. right we've got two more comparisons left jar jar or uncle owen <laughs> uncle owen oh actually jar jar shouldn't, have shouldn't have said that wait I, i'm confused who's doing what jar jar i said uncle owen but i I realize that I shouldn't have said it. I don't know. Judge you change your mind if you want. Nah, I'm going with Uncle. Jar Jar's in it for like not much. If anything, I would be happy to switch, but I'm going Jar Jar. All right. Um, Jar Jar has somehow 15 seconds. <laughs> I knew it's bad. Yeah. Uncle Owen has 30 seconds. Yeah. Oh, really? Mark, yeah, I had a feeling it was like, even though it's 15 seconds, I feel like. I saw Jar Jar more than I thought I would, nah. honestly. Yeah, same. I thought so as well. I thought he was in nothing, to be he honest. He doesn't speak. Yeah. Doesn't have a line. All right, last one. Who has more screen time? General Tarkin? Huh. Or Go- Governor Tarkin, sorry. Huh. Or the Millennium Falcon? Huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot it was in that oh, bit. Um, yeah. Tarkin. I can't even remember. What was Tarkin? Was he at the end? I can't Remember even when he was in it. Uh standing with Vader and um You know what? Because I've already oh. lost to Mark anyway, so I'm just, I'm just gonna Have try you... to get extra point here. Let's go Falcon. Falcon has ten seconds, Tarkin fifteen. Yes. Mark, the... congratulations, you win your first Ooh, what were the scores? Uh six to three. Like three. Oh one. my goodness. goodness. You got you got what two happened, thirds Jack? of the questions right, Mark. Mark, I went different every time to you. To oh, be... you shouldn't have done that, should you? Bad yeah. strategy. Yeah, yeah well, bad strategy. Why not? Be different. All right. Also, well did done. You count this, did you have to count how long the Falcon was on screen for? Yeah, because like it's not a character. I know. I just thought I saw Tark, and I'm like, oh, there's no other character that you guys would probably know. So I just thought. Let's do the Falcon. You could have just done some like lame, like political person, like no, the guy. No, no, oh, no, I thought no, so. Really. You guys wouldn't have like known who second. it was, and then it would have been like, oh, his name, that? Emperor's dude who like speaks for him sometimes. Oh yeah, no yeah, idea. I know the like, blue guy. Royal guards because they get force pushed by Yoda. I could have done royal guards. I don't know. It'd be good. Right. What well a mark. We're tied uh, one apiece. So um, we'll uh, see what happens next time. Oh, okay. Nice. I've got some this. questions for you guys just to finish off. And Are we, we doing can... the uh, 10 word thing this week? No. Nah. Do you want to do that? No, nah, let's do something different. Okay. All right. Um, let's, I'll, I'll finish the question. Start the question first. Okay. Who has the best death in this movie? That's a very weird question to yeah, ask. What? Can you say it again? <laughs> Who has the maybe the most thematic or, um, I don't know. Who has the the most yeah thematic death death in the movie? Who well, who the, dies and who fact... dies spectacularly? Spectacularly, see, so you're oh. changing the word and it yeah. completely yeah, changes. Thematically, you would say Padme. Yes, I was about to say thematically. I'd say. But then Padme. if you're going spectacularly, I don't know, just who would be either grievous or count. Whose death makes you feel like um? So whose death? Uh, whose death did you like the most? Yeah, well, that's why I said best death. That's a bad way. No, we've done it. a full circle and we're back to the start. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so well, so the... not go. It's not okay. So Mark, let me help you. It's not. It's not the most. It's it. It doesn't need to be the most significant. In other words, just something you liked, like a death you liked. No, but saying you like the way something died just sounds horribly wrong. No, like. Okay, I got one. Plo Koon, because the way he goes oh. like this in the ship. <laughs> Ripley. 
So I would have I would have said Count Dooku. I think the way he goes out is pretty violent. Well, I'm thinking either Count or Grievous. So yeah, okay, Grievous, really? <laughs> Everyone's civilized. <laughs> That's all right. Um, okay. Who? Okay, this is a, just a general question to see if you guys know. Who has the final line in this movie? Think about it. Think about it. Bail or gun? Um, no, not Bail or gun. No. No, because I know Yoda speaks after him. It's a very fitting end. Really? I feel like that's... Vader. Vader when he says no. I think no, that's annoying Vader. me, is that actually, I remember seeing a quiz thing with this quote. Like, I should know the answer to this one. I uh, Just, I'm okay. Fine. It's fitting in terms of A New Hope. Yeah, I was thinking it was... Is it something on Tatooine? Or is it before oh. Tatooine? Well, yeah, well, I don't... No, Baru and Lars didn't say wait, anything. Wait, 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 wait. Is it um something about twins or something? Or you take them, the training? Something no, it's not Bale. It's not Yoda. It's not Obi-Wan. C-3PO. Yeah, he got yes. it. Oh, the mind's wipe. Well... I don't know if I think it. I don't know if that's what he says. Like, he does say something in response to that. But I he said says it was something fitting. like, "Oh dear." Yeah, yeah, I said it was fitting because he's he gets the first line in a new hope. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was thinking because. Oh, Mike, you should have known that one because you just watched it last night. Yeah, but like, um, I'm there's so... a lot. There's actually a lot that happens after Wasn't that. Wasn't there talking? I know this is not scriptable quoting. Um, talking, but there was talk. I remember hearing talking and chatter. On the on the when Darth and Emperor looking out on the space station from the it within inside the ship, it doesn't count because it's not characters. But I hear like (laughs) like actually like talking like chattering in the back. Oh, so it's like full on just rambling or yeah 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 like you can just hear like whispered chatter and so I I don't think it's like actually. You just reminded me of this this scene that. I find really weird in the movie when <laughs> Palpatine says to Anakin, it's at the start, and he's like, You remember what you told me about the sand people on Tatooine? Oh, and then you and then they, they put in like background noise of Tuscan Raiders. Oh, yeah, really? they put that in the background, it's so weird. Honestly though, why would Anakin tell Emperor about that? Yeah, why would he? Like yeah. I wouldn't tell the Chancellor that I killed people. Yeah, I went on a massacre, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Remember when I went to Tatooine and like had to protect Padme? Yeah, I actually killed Tuscans there. (laughs) How would you talk about that? Would be so weird. That would. I mean, how long has it been since Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith? So many years. Yeah, (laughs) the Clone Wars all happened, and he's still referring back to the Tuscans. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, they just forgot that they were going to have a show after it. I mean, they didn't know, but yeah, no, no. All right. Um. Do you guys know the name of Obi Wan's lizard creature? No. no. Okay. All right. That's fine. Uh, it's named Boga. <laughs> all right. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um. Who's a better pilot, Anakin or Han? Anakin. Um. Force abilities. Maybe without use. It, Anakin's definitely a good pilot because using the Force, pr- predicting stuff. I reckon. Yeah, but ju- just as a pilot. Okay. As I like pilot, Han. I think Han, Han is. Yeah. Han, yeah, I Han is like almost half of his personality is that he's a pilot. Yeah. True, but then again, if you're going off like abilities involved, then Anakin is because they. Oh well, yeah, but that's he's the best he pilot in the galaxy. 
Yeah. And someone who was it that knew? Oh, it was Thrawn in the books. Thrawn knew. Oh, sorry. It's a minor spoiler. Not really. Thrawn knew eventually figuring out after watching Darth fly the ship. He only ever seen the move one stunned by Anakin and realized uh, that Anakin nice. was actually Anakin. Oh, damn. That's he realized cool. he did like that spin or whatever. Thrawn that was... is very observant. Yeah, how cool is that? That is very cool. That shows how smart and like he just watches, he just knows everything. That's, that is very crazy. Cool. Yeah, anyway. All right. Um, rank these lightsaber fights Count versus Anakin and Obi Wan. In uh, number three. Uh, yeah. Obi Wan versus. Um, Grievous, Yoda versus Sidious, Mace Windu versus Sidious. I'm not going to remember all these. Yeah, man. I'm not going to remember. All right, fine. I'll, I'll shorten it to three. Count Dooku versus Obi-Wan and Anakin, uh, uh, Grievous versus Obi-Wan and... Mm, do no, four. I'll do four. Do the mate. Mace versus... Um... Jedi versus hell. Versus okay, all right. 17. I'll get rid of... I'll get rid of... Um... Do top four. Okay, don't do... Because of okay, I won't do Anakin okay. So, which ones are we ranking? I won't do Anakin and Obi-Wan just because we know Obi-Wan that's going to be top. So, do okay, Anakin and Obi-Wan versus Count, Obi-Wan versus Grievous, Sidious versus um, Mace, and Sidious versus um, um, Yoda. Yeah, okay, okay. I'll go first. Yep. I think I'll put Mace and the Jedi versus Palpatine on top, Obi and Anakin versus Count second. Um, what were the other two again? There's Yoda and Palpatine and... Grievous versus Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah. Okay, Yoda and Palpatine third and Grievous Obi-Wan fourth. See, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it... In, obviously, mine's going to be different, but I'm going to do it from worst to best to make this suspenseful. Last one. Wait, what was your last one, Mark? Obi and Grievous. Yep, same. Obi and Grievous. Um... Mm. Obi and Grievous... Um... Tricky. Je- uh, Jedi's versus Sidious. <gasps> really? Yeah, I'm just gonna surprise you. Um, Yoda versus Emperor, and then Anakin. Wow. You know why? So, what did you put first? Count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a good one. I'll you know it. why? Why? Only does it have massive story changes for the whole plot of that movie. Seeing, like, if you're watching it from like just a movie and watching it sequentially, seeing the progression of how, like, kind of not as dominant in the fight Anakin was to, like, absolutely beasting and monstering <laughs> in that one-on-one when Obi-Wan pushed aside is so... <clears throat> I love watching it. It's so cool. Yeah. And then the ending of it, unreal. I loved it. I would, yeah. I would probably put that first as well, to be honest. Yeah, Grievous was definitely last in that list. <laughs> um, I I would put yeah, I'd probably put that one last as well. And then I'd put Yoda versus Sidious and then Mace versus Sidious. Oh, Mace, then... I love it. Really? Yeah, I didn't... I think the Mace and Sidious fight is actually really good. Nah. It's like the only time you get to see Mace Windu in an actual... Yeah, that's the only reason why I like it, because you get to see Mace in live action. Yeah. But I want more Mace action. <laughs> yeah. All right. I've got three more questions. Two are yes or no responses. But I'll start with the non-yes-no response. Uh-huh. Why did Padme die? Palpatine. Palpatine? Because, what were you saying? A heartbreak. Yeah, I have heard that one. But I, as I was watching it last night, and that droid is like, 
there's no reason that she should be dying, but she is. Exactly, and heartbreak. That, yeah, heartbreak, yeah. I agree that is it, but I reckon Palpatine had something to do with it because if he, he relied on Padme dying to get Anakin to join him, so he must have had something in I get to do that, with but I don't know. That's what I mean. It's up for debate. Yeah. I feel like because, I don't know how he would have done it, but I reckon he did it. Goes, she's she's lost the will to live. I think yeah. that is heartbreak. She's just well, she yeah, that's, doesn't yeah. want to fight anything. She just wants to she just wants to die peacefully, I guess, after having Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunate but, for the kids. Yeah, literally. Yep. Yeah. Alright. Um yes or no. Is Obi Wan responsible for Padme's death? No. Actually, yes. I would have said yes as well. I know, what, Why I know, is that? I know what the scene you're talking about too. Because, because Obi-Wan hops on yeah. the ship. Yeah. Oh, Literally. that's what you meant. If yeah. Obi-Wan doesn't get on that ship and it was just Padme versus Anakin. I mean, Padme. <laughs> Padme and Anakin talking. Because the only reason why Anakin started choking out Padme too was because um, oh, I hate that Obi-Wan, so Obi-Wan coming down right. and he goes, oh, you're with him. You yeah. sent him here to kill me. So yeah. who's been a it could have just been like a. Actually, I don't actually know what would happen after that because Anakin could just absolutely lose it. Absolutely lose it because Padme's not going to join him, or Padme realizes how scary he is and just kind of accepts it, but then tries to escape later, kind of thing, mm. and then tell everyone and yeah. run. So you never know what would happen with that. But I feel like yeah, that'd be a good cause to debate. Yes. Last question, and this one might be a bit. Iffy when you first hear it, but think about it. Yeah. Is Padme force sensitive? It's funny. I think I've heard someone say this before. I think she might be. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. You can be the one to debate it, Coop. I just think because of, especially there's some lines in this, I can't remember them specifically, but she says she can sense and feel things. Like similar to how Finn was able to in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. And also that scene where they're both looking at each other from the camp, the temple. Yes, that as well. I know that one. Yeah, I do like that scene. That's a good scene. Woke. Actually, that's been that scene speaks volumes. Without dialogue, the music of like the oh, like it's like an just like an. I echo. know how good is that? The movies have got to remember that no dialogue is just as good as dialogue. It's just yeah, I was gonna say almost having no dialogue is better. It's yeah, it, it is, I'd say it is better. I can't think of really much that could have been said in that scene that would have been better. Well, Oh, I hope Anakin's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it would have ruined it. It would have ruined it 100%. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised, honestly. And, that... and you see, you know, the tears coming down Anakin's face. Like, it's it's, just, it's not just words that you need in the film. Yeah, I was going to say, you can just tell that Anakin's not sure if he's done the right thing still, and he realises that he has to go down this path just because he thinks it's the only way to save Padme. It's, mm. it's so much. Yeah, that's an unreal scene. And then, once again, in Revenge of the Sith, good, just good scenes like that, just crazy. Yeah. Great movie. Unreal. I agree. Mm. Alrighty, that brings us to the end of Revenge of the Sith. I think it was a very lively and um, interesting debate. Um, And, you know, it was good to continue the series. I think we've gone over a lot of what I think makes Star Wars quite good and why we enjoy it. Yes, especially Anakin and Obi-Wan. But thank you for joining us, whether it's on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or YouTube. Uh, we do appreciate you coming and listening to us. We do. As we continue to grow, your support is uh, very meaningful and important. So thank you. 
Uh, happy birthday again, Mark. And Thank you again. Birthday. We will Thank see you. you guys next week. Catches. Bye-bye. Yeah.